0: Dr. Banner, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's no moon. It's a space station. Because if we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn well sure we'll avenge it. For my ally is the Force, and the power for all it is. We would be honored if you would join us. Get those nerds! One dad, one daughter, and a whole lot of nerd stuff. You are listening to the Nerd Stuff Podcast with your hosts, the Dark Father and Kaylee G. On this episode of the Nerd Stuff Podcast, the Dark Father and Kaylee G shoot the breeze on X-Wing Store Championships, a new wave of starships including one made by Wookiees, and in their game review, the hosts focus on the deck building game Star Wars Destiny. Now, just in from Scarif, where Death Troopers made them swim at their own risk, here's your hosts, The Dark Father and Kaylee G. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number four of the Nerd Stuff Podcast. With you are your host and host. The Dark Father and and Kaylee G. Kaylee G, how are you today?
1: I'm good.
0: Yeah, how you been? It's been a month since we've put uh, one together. You know, we were supposed to do more, and well, we haven't. (laughs) Uh, How you been? (laughs) Things been good? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What have you been putting your time in? What nerd stuff activities have you been working on? (laughs)
1: Destiny.
0: Destiny, yeah. We're going to talk about that on today's uh, episode. Uh, You've been putting a lot of time into your piano, too, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah? Tell everyone what uh, song you are learning.
1: I'm not learning. I am done with, I'm just perfecting I Am the Doctor.
0: Yeah, I Am the <laughs> Doctor is the name of the song. And what is that from? Doctor Who. So would Doctor Who fans, if they heard the song, would they recognize? Yeah. The the. the I the, did, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Because I think it'd be important for our fans to hear you play it at some point. So.
1: I figured out one of my subscribers watches Doctor who and he said he agreed with me that david Tennant is the best doctor
0: okay all right so there you go well i've heard you play the song and i think you're doing a great job with it so uh uh, very cool um so this episode we've got uh, a lot of x-wing we're going to talk about um we're going to i played in a couple of store championships recently and we're going to talk about that And then we've got three new ships coming out in the next couple weeks uh, that we want to talk about. And in our review of one of those ships, we're going to try and break down some things to uh, our listeners that have not uh, played X-Wing and try and maybe entice some players into the game as we review this ship and explain some of its mechanics. So um, after our X-Wing discussion, um, King, what are we going to do in our uh, game review?
1: We're going to review Star Wars Destiny.
0: Star Wars Destiny, another uh, fantasy flight game. I I just Uh, call it Destiny. Yeah, I I guess we do refer to it as Destiny. Uh, We're going to talk some Star Wars Destiny and give you kind of a lowdown on how that game is played and what our thoughts are on the game. Um, But of course, as we, as become tradition in these episodes, we're going to kick things off with our uh, Nerd News team, given their episode report on the nerd news around the world so with that let's hear from our nerd news team
1: and Telltale have announced that Minecraft Story Mode Season 2 Episode 1 will release July 11th. Season 2 promises a new feature called Crowdplay where your friends or fans can vote on new- your choices through Twitch or using a smartphone. You can expect more YouTubers and characters in the new season. The first few episodes of the 10th season of the science fiction TV show Doctor Who are now out for fans' enjoyment. The new season features Robots That Speak Emojis, Ice Warriors, and Alien Jelly. This season is starring Peter Capaldi as the 12th Doctor and Pearl Mackie as his new companion Bill.
0: An empty Quizenart box, an empty refrigerator box, discarded carpet tubes, duct tape, and gummed paper tape became one girl's Star Wars dream ride when her father built her a snowspeeder for a school event. The father, John Stoddard, explained that his daughter's school holds a drive-in movie night where students can make cardboard cars or spaceships to sit in while they watch the movie. John decided to take the event to another level, adding painted details such as intakes, striping, and battle scoring. Interestingly enough, this is not the first cardboard starship to invade the Stoddard's garage. John's brother built a cardboard X-wing for his son a few years ago for the same event. The X-Wing even included a seated astromech behind the cockpit. July means it's time for the San Diego Comic-Con, and Funko has announced its pop figures, which will be exclusive to the event. The Toymaker is planning to offer Supreme Leader Snoke in pop vinyl form, designed in a way to reflect his holographic presence in The Force Awakens. Other pop vinyls exclusive to the convention will include Bodhi Rook, and a combat assault tank trooper, both from Rogue One. Finally, what is sure to be the highlight of this year's exclusives, a two-figured pop vinyl pack which includes R2-D2 and a holographic Leia in honor of the passing of actress Carrie Fisher.
1: And this has been your Nerd News from the Nerd Stuff Podcast.
0: Okay, uh, I tell you what, Kay, that um, Funko with R2-D2 and the holographic Leia is amazing. And I can only imagine, because it's a Comic-Con exclusive, how much you... Would, you I would, would
1: love to have that. I uh, Me too. <laughs> uh, I
0: would love, absolutely love That'd to have that. That
1: would be a good thing to display in the bar. Yes, it yeah. would. It
0: would. It would be a very good thing to display with the other Funkos that we have. But uh, anyway... So I hope you enjoyed that uh, nerd news, there was some good stuff in there, Um, but we want to go ahead and get started on our first topic of the episode, uh, which is uh, my report on a couple of recent events that I played in. Um, I played in my very first X-Wing Store Championship, thank you very much. uh, this one was uh, over in East Lansing, and uh, a great group of twenty nine players, uh, actually, so it was oh wow yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> good. Um, but uh, a lot of good competition. Uh, a lot of great guys uh, playing in the event. Uh, my list for that first store championship was uh, quick draw with expertise, fire control systems, uh, the Special Forces title. Sensor cluster and lightweight frame, Ryad, uh with push the limit title and twin ion engine, and Captain Yore with the electronic baffle. Um, I did okay. Uh, I, I finished uh, three and two, um, and a couple of the, the those two losses, I got beat pretty good. Um, a gentleman took me to school with his mm-hmm. whisper. Uh, so. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with X-Wing, um, those three things that I just mentioned are three pilots. Mm-hmm. Uh, in each of those um, items I mentioned under their name, Quick Draw, Riot, and Captain Yor are various upgrades that you can add um, to your ship uh, to hopefully change your dice variants. Um, but nevertheless, had a good time. Finished 14th out of 29, so I'll take that. And um, winning that tournament was uh, a pretty cool list. Um, A gentleman played uh, Whisper, Kylo Ren, and Wampa, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, And he had it modded up. Uh, The models that he was playing with were modded up. It was pretty cool. But uh, he did very well and uh, obviously took the title. And if you look through the list, Kay, I don't know if you're looking at all through the list, um, You do not see, other than the second place finisher, uh, everybody else played some kind of newer creative lists uh, that aren't a tiny mind link. Are you looking at it? Yeah. <laughs> so you see the second place was the Fen, Rao, Manaru, and Paylob, which is a mind link list, but it's, you know, a little, little not necessarily the typical <laughs> mind link list. But if you look, you've got um, uh, in the top five, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. In the top five, you have one, two, three imperialists. lists. So, yeah,
1: that makes you happy on the inside. Someone <laughs> flew Kanan and Biggs.
0: Yes, someone did fly Kanan and Biggs. Someone flew Brobots, which is IG-88C and IG-88B.
1: I, oh, uh, look, your list is right here.
0: <laughs> yeah, my list is right there. Um, so even Suntier fell uh, made a appearance, which uh, you don't see Suntier very often. But somebody ran Suntier fell with rack. Um, but nevertheless, a very good tournament. It was good to see all the variety in uh, lists. I like this list. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, a very good tournament. But uh, then, uh, just a few weeks back, I played in my second tournament um or second store championship down in the detroit area um and at that event i played uh kylo in the upsilon class shuttle with rage advanced sensors which allows me to take my action before i move which is very very helpful in a few cases and then with rage you receive two stress tokens to get a focus and the ability to re-roll three three dice Uh, So with Inspiring Recruit, I can remove those, uh, both of those stress tokens by uh, just doing a green maneuver. Uh, Then I had Ryad push the limit with the X7 title, Twin Ion Engine, um, which gives her an unbelievably amount of uh, options to clear the stress from push the limit. And then Omega Leader, and I wasn't able to do Juke and Com Relay, so I did push the limit and twin ion engine. Uh, I did not do that well. <laughs> <laughs> that was not, it's an okay list, but that Upsilon, yeah. I just, the first game I played, I played a Dengar, Fen, and Inaldra, who is the new Manaru, by the way, because Inaldra is a Seek pilot. <sighs> where you just kind of make her do little circles in the corner and uh, just give everybody mindlink, link. Um, but I got smoked.
1: Oh, sometimes I feel bad for those type of ships that just sit go in circles. And their job is to
0: just give mind link tokens, uh-huh. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that they nerf mind link very soon mm. um, because it wasn't very fun. But nevertheless, it was a very tough matchup for me. Uh, I got beat pretty good. Won my uh, second game and then lost my third. It was a smaller store championship, so only three rounds. Uh, But on the upside, um, because it was so small, everybody was in the top eight. (laughs) So everybody got the range ruler, Mm -hmm. um, the acrylic range ruler. Uh, But one of the coolest things I got this store championship season is that integrated Astromech R2-D2... Two cards in one. That's yeah, we a,
1: should show that on, on our next stream. Yeah, we should. Uh. We should.
0: Uh, you should play that in a list. The R2-D2 Oh, in I street. am, though. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> in that list you just built?
1: Not well, the, the one where I don't have the...
0: Wookiee ship. Wookie ship? Oh, okay. Uh. Well, there you go. So you get to use it, and we'll show sure. everybody on camp. But it's in honor of the 40th anniversary, and they took two upgrade cards, combined them into one, put some alternate art on it. Very, very neat card. Uh, mm-hmm. So look for that on uh, our next uh, um, X-Wing stream, which hopefully may be tomorrow. Maybe. 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 All right. So um, Fourth uh, oh, it is 4th of July. Well, what, it would be a great day to, <laughs> to do an hour and 15 minutes worth of X-Wing down here. Although, we do have her Heroes of the Aturi Cluster mission set up right now mm-hmm. on the uh, table, so I should probably finish that. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Okay, so I, I I had fun. It was great picking up all the alt art cards and the, um, uh, the range ruler. Um, but, uh, oh yeah, I finished 7th out of 10 uh, on that tournament. And just, yeah, just mm. felt like I, that list was just, I don't know, not that good. But nevertheless... Um, I continue to practice and hopefully get better. So, the next thing we want to talk about are what?
1: Three ships. Three, Three new, new shi- ships.
0: Three new ships.
1: In which I am interested in two.
0: <laughs> two of them. Only two of them.
1: Because I don't, I don't like imperial. That's why I'm only interested I in two I know, of them. but it's
0: such a monumental imperial ship that is coming.
1: Yeah, but. I don't like imperial shit. I, I, do I have to say that again? Well,
0: well, come on. Now you don't have to be rude.
1: I don't like it. I don't like. I like my turret to be by myself. So why do you like? <laughs>
0: the, why do you like the H6 bomber?
1: Cause it's I. It's rebel. T- it looks like rebel. Well,
0: thing. it's actually I a scum. At it. Oh, you haven't looked at it. Oh no. It's a scum faction. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But it's a scum faction ship that has one rebel pilot. Yeah. So you can fly in the rebels uh, faction (laughs) if you could Mm. only see your face. Um, So anyway, so as Kaylee said, there are three new ships coming out for X-Wing. The first one is the Azatuck gunship.
1: I like that name.
0: Me too. (laughs) And it is a rebel faction ship because for those of you who have not played the game, Uh, you cannot build lists across factions. So there's three factions. There's the rebels, the imperials, and the scum and villainy faction. And the Azatuck is a rebel ship because it is from the... Wookiees. The Wookiees. (laughs) Um, So we're going to talk about that in depth here in a moment. But the second ship is the...
1: The um, bomber. The Sir... I... Skurg. skurg i can't it's weird that's like and i know osotak is weird but like the skurg. skurg skurg it
0: doesn't <laughs> it doesn't roll off your tongue uh it's the skurg h6 plus there's
1: two r's so it's even weirder skurg skurg,
0: skurg. No. it sounds like a pirate skur <laughs> no no okay <laughs> thank you for supporting your host uh uh skurg h6 bomber which, as I would just got done mentioning, is a scum and villainy ship. That has one rebel pilot, so you can it put it into a. It looks
1: weird. It
0: does look like a weird <laughs> ship. It
1: looks like it, someone tried to make a pancake and it just. You know what didn't it kind of looks up. like
0: to me a little bit? What? is You know those machines at museums where you put a penny in and you can squash it? Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like to me a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, so, anyway, the uh, Skurg H6 um, is the second of the three ships. And finally, the third ship is the Thai Aggressor. And the TIE Aggressor is a monumental ship for the Imperial faction. Because it looks
1: actually like a lot like um, the TIE Advance, just like... It's like the hip brother of the TIE Advance. The hip brother of the <laughs>
0: TIE Advance. I'll give you that. Um, but why it's so hip is it has the ability to put on a twin laser turret upgrade, which some people argue might be one of the... <laughs> one of the worst upgrades yeah wait until in the...
1: it's in imperial then everybody like oh no you shouldn't fix
0: it yeah right so there's a lot of people that think that this particular card should be fixed by the game manufacturer because it's it's unbalancing as D calls it from the uh um uh my squadron podcast but nevertheless it has never been accessible in the Imperial faction, but with this new Tie aggressor ship, it is now uh, going to be accessible. And I, as an Imperial player, am very, very pleased and excited. So and pleased I, and as excited. As
1: a Rebel player, I'm mad. Or, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know why
0: you're mad. Because I'm not
1: mad. I just I, I like my twin laser turret. <laughs> I know you do. So
0: everyone should have every for, or should have access to the things you like, yeah. including. The Galactic Empire. Um so I like it so much. I'm so excited about it. I have pre ordered four of the tie aggressors. Um, I we
1: we're gonna talk about that so that we can't tell mom. No, yeah. no,
0: We don't we're we're so proud that we will tell everybody that we're we're buying four of them because actually you can spam these run four of them with tlt and lightweight frame which gives you an extra defense dice
1: they're like they're kind of like y-wings
0: yes uh but we haven't seen but they have
1: missiles Missiles. yes
0: there is an upgrade in there that we're going to talk about on our next episode i believe called unguided rockets so
1: our next uh, episode
0: yes yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah wait what
0: we're going to talk about that ship on our next episode this one, we're focusing on the Ozotuck. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Sorry, I got real confused Ka- what you we were Ka- talking Kaylee, about.
0: Kaylee actually left for the last five minutes and has not mm-hmm. been <laughs> paying attention to what's going on. There are show notes for these episodes. You know. understand that? Um, so, uh, as I said, we want to talk. I got
1: confused for a second. Okay. Clearly, <laughs> I you a did. brain fart.
0: <laughs> well, get back focused because we need to sound like we know what we're doing, sort of. Mm. Um, so, we want to talk about the Azatuck, the Wookiee ship that is made of wood and sap. Um, I know, I it's like not really... Call it. Well... It's it,
1: offensive to the
0: Wookiee. No, there, there's... But it
1: is a really cool-looking ship. It is a very, <laughs>
0: very cool-looking ship. And if you are a comic book reader, um, in the Darth Vader series that came out in 2015, the Marvel Darth Vader series, uh, by... Um, I can never, Gillian, I, uh, I gotta find it. Uh,
1: when you need to quickly type and don't know, know what to say. Uh, <laughs> it
0: is the, this one here. Uh, Kieran Gillen, uh, is the writer on this. I believe the first issue was in 14 or 15, but nevertheless, there is a Wookiee character in that comic book star- series called Black Kersanton or Santee. Um, you should look up a picture. Of him. <laughs> yes. You should look up a picture of him. Um, it's pretty cool. He's pretty cool looking, but he flies. That's Black Chrysanthem.
1: Oh, he's kind of
0: cute. Yeah, he's got. <laughs> part of the story is about how he got cut up so bad, um, but he's a bounty hunter now, um, and he flies and as a talk. Uh, gunship it looks
1: like it's like so many people are gonna want to paint these
0: yeah i you Mm -hmm. can definitely that's a great point Kay. if you look at the model on ffg's website it looks very very customizable with paint no question um but i like it just how it is Mm -hmm. i I really like it too yeah it's very wookie like
1: i have a feeling a lot of people are gonna paint yeah
0: yeah (laughs) so with that Kay. Uh, What is it that people are going to paint? Why don't you tell us what the stat line is on this particular ship?
1: Well, it's a three attack, one agility, because it has to to, because it's a rebel ship. (laughs) Uh, Six hull and three shields.
0: Okay, uh, before you go on to the rest of it, uh, for the people that don't play X-Wing, what does a three attack ship mean?
1: You roll three dice when you attack Three.
0: Well, what kind of dice, though? Uh,
1: attack dice. Yeah,
0: there's specific red dice for that have attack symbols on on them, um, and when you use this particular ship, uh, you roll three of them. And what does one agility mean then?
1: You roll one green dice because you're a rebel
0: ship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I means one, I, I, I one green be... defense dice, which has defense so symbols, related symbols mm. on them. Uh, but obviously when you see, uh, there's a lot of ships that have three attack, there are ships out there that have four, there's ships out there that you can get to have five attack, rolling one agility is, uh, well, you're going to get hit, Mm -hmm. no question. Um, so when you get hit, okay, what happens?
1: You take a damage and you take... Well, because this this ship has shields, you would take a shield off, but if it didn't have shields, you would put on a damage card.
0: Correct, into the hull of the ship. So this particular ship has three shields and how many hull? Six hulls. Six hulls. So your first three hits are going to go into shields and not cause any damage to the ship. But once you start taking hits into your hull, uh, that's when your damage deck comes into play. And you can either get face-down damage cards, which just take one off the hall, or you can get face-up damage cards, which...
1: Have many different, like, bad things.
0: Yes, yes, but bad we things. All
1: let, we all enjoy when you have your opponent draw up a crit. Like, a, what's it called? I always forget what it's called. The two-damage one.
0: Oh, uh, direct hit? Yeah. Yeah, if you take a critical hit on your dice roll... Um, you take a face up damage card and one of those face up damage cards in your deck of uh, 33 is um, uh, a direct hit, which is two damage into your hull. Um, so this is a nine hit point total ship <clears throat> excuse me, which is pretty tough.
1: yeah, it's kind of like the arc because um, it has nine hits too.
0: Yeah, it, it, is that one? Is that five and four or six and three as well? Oh, uh,
1: that's six and three too. Okay.
0: Um, so speaking of arc, <laughs> what kind of firing arc does this ship have, Kay?
1: It has a one hundred and eighty degree firing arc. Yeah,
0: which is different and unique to uh, a small ship. There is a large base ship in the game yeah. that has one. Uh, but this is the first small ship to gain 180-degree firing. Which
1: arc. I'm excited for because I've, I haven't flown uh, 180. Um, oh, you yeah, you've never flown the
0: Houndstooth, have you? No. Yeah. Um, so talk about the actions that this ship can take after it moves.
1: Well, after it moves, it can take a focus or a reinforce action, which is weird because the reinforce action is usually on a huge <laughs> ship.
0: <laughs> For those of you who didn't get quite get what she said, she said a huge ship because this game, um, we're speaking of X-Wing, can be played uh, in what's called epic format, where instead of a hundred points uh, that you use to build... You play you play with 300 and if you play it right in my opinion part of the 300 points must be invested into what's called a huge ship and there are four huge ships in the game
1: excuse um, you huge, huge <laughs>
0: ships in the game all right so you're right the reinforce action is new to 100 point x-wing Uh, It is uh, something that's been exclusive to the huge ships in Epic. So Mm -hmm. talk to us. How did they kind of translate this over uh, into the Hunter Point world?
1: Well, they – it's – I don't really know. (laughs) Wait, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, sorry. I Uh, I guess we may have not talked about this a little bit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) See, Um,
1: whenever you're doing a podcast, you put the other person on the spot, and they're like – Uh, I'm sorry,
0: (laughs) I thought you had looked this up My mistake, I did not mean to put you on the spot But thanks for being prepared for our show Um, So, you know how on the huge ships You take that token and you either reinforce the back Or you reinforce the front Or
1: the fore and the aft The Uh. fore and the
0: aft, right Um, But you place the token in the fore or the aft Because it's two bases Well in this one, now if you look at the show notes That I've prepared for you uh look at what the token is.
1: Oh, it's a two-sided token.
0: Yeah, because it's a small base ship, so it's really hard to say it's in the front or the back. <laughs> you know, by just placing yeah. it next to the front or the back. So they made it two-sided. There's a aft side and a fore side. Mm. So why don't you continue with what it is that you do?
1: So you one. so the one side if it's So you choose, because when you attack a a regular big ship, you either attack the fore or the aft. Correct. So essentially, you put it on the the side that you're going to get attacked on, most likely you put it on that side.
0: Right, exactly. So when you put the token on, let's say, the fore side, and it's the 180 degree firing arc that divides the ship into the fore Mm -hmm. and the aft. Um, when you put it on the four side, what happens?
1: Uh, whenever you, whenever you um, roll your um, defense dice, you automatically put a dice that is a um, evade. Right. Which it, blocks one hit.
0: Exactly. So an attacker would have to say, I'm going to attack the four section of the ship or the front because uh, right yeah um, and which means their ship must be on the fourth side of the dividing line, um, which is the 180 degree firing arc. And if you do, you get to, as Kay said, place an, a a second dice. So as we said earlier, this ship has
1: a four. No, no, no. Oh, agility. Agility is
0: one. Yeah, so you're only gonna roll one, but with reinforce. <laughs> If you reinforce yeah. the front and someone attacks you from the front, in addition to the die you're rolling, you get to take a second green die and place, in it, place it with an evade side up, which means automatically you're canceling one of the uh, attacker's hits. Mm-hmm. Um, so it strengthen, strengthens really the ship. I'm really
1: excited Yeah, I, I
0: think that's a great addition to this ship. Um, but the other thing, uh, if you read, the, if you look there at the last note, um, you don't um actually spend the token it Mm. stays with you for the entire round
1: yeah i i I knew that (laughs) yeah from playing (laughs) epic
0: yeah yeah so it stays with you the entire round Uh, i
1: I think that's that's cool i think it's really (laughs)
0: cool um so you can keep it for multiple attacks but then when the round is over you'll have to remove it um and then what uh upgrade options does it have it's pretty limited
1: uh, well, it has upgrade options of crew, crew, crew. Yeah. two crew.
0: Yeah, it has two crew.
1: Which, um, I, I don't know how many Rebel ships actually have two crew. I know, like, um... Does the
0: Ewing have, have two crew?
1: I think the Falcon does. I know that because
0: I've flown I've a lot. Yeah, um, I thought the Ewing has two crew.
1: Hold on. I need
0: to know now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure now. See, I'm the, uh, nah, I'm the imperial player. <clears throat> um, the <coughs> uh, yeah, two crew, two crew. Yeah. So, um, this I, small I, ship, I can
1: get with some two crew. Another yeah. two-crew small ship. Yeah. And not another. I don't think there's ever been. No,
0: not a two-crew small ship. There's
1: been one crew small ship. Um,
0: like, in like, the anyway. Rebel. um, yeah. In uh, Imperial, you can take a Tide Bomber, turn it into a shuttle with the with mm-hmm. a sh- shuttle title, and that gives you two crew on a small ship. Um, but, no, I think the two crew slots that you're going to be able to put people into – to give you more abilities on this ship is fantastic. So before we get into the crew, those crew options, uh, uh, let's talk about some of the pilots. Um, so in X-Wing, you move and shoot in P, S, or pilot skill order. So you move um, from the lowest pilot skill moves first, to the highest, highest pilot, pilot skill, skill moves last,
1: and then when you shoot, it's the highest pilot skill to the lowest pilot skill.
0: Yeah, right. It, and uh, that is the order. So when we talk about this Kashik Defender pilot, who's a pilot skill one, uh, he's I gonna like move that. first. Kashik. <laughs> Defender. Uh, he is 24 points, which means just to have him and the ship um, without any upgrades or crew. Uh, would take twenty four points out of your hundred points allocated to your squad.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Um, and then we can't really see the the pilot skill three pilot that comes with this ship. Um, it's, it's Wookiee Wookie something, something. <laughs> uh, you can't really see from the reveal picture uh, maybe it's a Wookiee commando by himself uh, because the Wookiee commandos are an upgrade, a crew upgrade we're going to talk about in a minute mm-hmm. so maybe it's a Wookiee commando by himself piloting it but it's a pilot skill 3 uh, so again it's going to move pretty early in, in the activation yeah. phase
1: but it depends on if someone's playing like a list that generally has a lot of like um lower PA, uh, pilot skills
0: yeah but three is still pretty low so you're gonna mm-hmm. move that's early like a in. green
1: squadron a wing yeah
0: um and so you're gonna shoot probably a little bit later in the in the uh, uh combat phase of the game as well um so we don't know his cost but if you look at how the other ones are spread out uh, the PS1 is 24, the PS5 is 28, the PS7 is 30 points. I'm guessing he's going to be a 26 point pilot. Yeah. Um, so we not a lot of details there, but he does not have any extra pilot abilities at mm-hmm. PS3. Uh, the pilot skill five is Lorik, um, is the name of the pilot. So now we get into what are called unique pilots, where you can only fly one of them in your list, so it's also referred to as a named pilot. This is an actual mm-hmm. Wookiee named Lorik. Uh, Lorick is a pilot skill five, so, right in the middle of the pilot skill ranges there.
1: Pilot skill 5 is, like, I feel like it's a popular pilot yeah, skill. Pilot I've, skill, like, 5 and 6 yes, are very uh, popular. Yes, are probably
0: the, the, the average, I would agree with you.
1: Whenever um, um, I see, pilot, like, pilot skill 7s, because those aren't really that popular, I don't think, the pilot skill 7s. Uh,
0: Vessaries of 7. It makes
1: me It, well, it makes me um, think of when we play uh, Machi Koro the cheese factory because it's like there's only one that's seven oh yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so loric uh now loric has an extra ability um when you use him and it is this when another friendly ship at range one is defending so that would be someone within a range one distance and you part of the game is using um uh range rulers to measure range one two and three so when range one is defending, you may spend your reinforced token. If you do, the defender adds one evade. So you can actually, that reinforced token that Kaylee and I just talked mm-hmm. about, you can spend that, meaning put it back so you don't have it anymore, and the person next to you in range one is pretty close, uh, can add the evade to them, uh, which is pretty neat. Uh Lorick also has an EPT slot so you can take a um uh elite pilot talent upgrade card and add an additional elite pilot talent to Lorick and there are a slew of elite pilot talents mm-hmm. you can choose from.
1: I can't even like name all of them. Yeah, there's <laughs>
0: there's quite a few. Um and then finally the pilot skill 7 pilot is Wolf Warro and he's 30 points just for him and the ship itself. He has an ability that is, when attacking, if you have no shields and at least one damage card assigned to you, roll one additional attack die. I like that
1: one. I do too. That's a good one.
0: Um, so Wolf Waro, uh, when he has no shields and a damage card, his uh, attack goes from three dice to four dice. He also has an EPT slot, an elite pilot talent slot, which allows him to take, as I, as we were just talking, an additional pilot talent that is on one of the card mm-hmm. upgrades. Um, I think both named pilots are pretty cool. Uh,
1: yeah, I uh, would rather fly worth, Wolf, Wolf Waro, Waro than Lowric.
0: Lowric. Yeah, Lowric, uh is...
1: It seems, because like, uh, personally, as an X-Wing player, I don't like flying my ships really close together. Like oh, that.
0: okay. So yeah, so not for you. Uh, and I can see that. Um, but he's definitely remember, there I've, to I've, absorb because, hits for yeah. somebody else or help people out. And speaking of absorbing hits for someone else, Kaylee and I were talking about elite pilot talent upgrades. And this ship comes with an elite pilot talent upgrade called selflessness okay why don't you Which, tell us what selflessness does
1: it's when a friendly ship at range one is hit by an attack you may discard this card to suffer all un- uncancelled hit results instead of the target ship
0: so if you put that on low rick not only could he give that uh his buddy next to him an evade or to- er, mm. uh uh an evade dice um, you
1: could take
0: yeah if hits. anything gets through that evade dice that your buddy just took you can actually turn in this selflessness card and take all the hits instead of that ship um, and that's an elite pilot talent and would go again on Lo rick or wolf Warro because uh, the kashik defender and the wookie something uh, <laughs> they don't have they don't the have elite pi- <laughs> I know they don't have elite pilot talent slots. Um, Kay, why don't you tell us about the new crew that's coming in this ship?
1: This one makes me really excited. (laughs) Yeah. Because, uh, it takes up two crew slots.
0: One card.
1: One card. Okay. So, but it's only one point, I believe.
0: Oh, is it that cheap? Awesome. I think so. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. All right. So what do you get when you put Wookiee Commandos in your, uh,
1: Gunship. Gunship. (laughs) When attacking, you may reroll your eye results. So it's like a crew. It's like a crew weaker version expertise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, instead of just turning them to hits. So, what Kay is talking about with eye results is one of the actions you can take in X Wing is to focus uh, on both the green, which is the uh, agility dice, and And the attack device there are eyeballs on some of the faces and you as an action can take a focus action which gives you a focus token. And when you're rolling, if you have eyes that turn up, you can turn in that token to change those eyeballs either to hits or evades. Um, Well, why would you, why would you want to um, take, take, the Wookiee Commandos. What are you doing? Did I, I stump you? <laughs> move up the notes. No, okay. Because you I
1: were about to pat, point something know, out to me. I was trying I
0: was... to get you to move this up. Uh, scroll up. No. Down on the page. Sorry. Go to where it says Wookiee Commandos, please. I, I think uh, I'm gonna put you on a on a performance review. I
1: was looking at it and then <laughs> you told me to scroll up because and I you were all the way
0: up. up. There's more details. See, yeah. All right. So.
1: <laughs> so you take the reinforce action instead of taking a focus. Right.
0: So, so. then, what would what would rookie <laughs> commandos then allow you to do?
1: It would allow you to um, not just take reinforce so then you have more evades right so you which is nice because you only have one of children. exactly
0: <laughs> so you could it by putting wookie commandos in the ship if you do get eyes uh on your dice uh you've probably going to take that reinforce action so you can't take a focus action which means you're going to get to re-roll anything that's an eyeball and try and roll natural mm-hmm. hits um so that's a pretty cool kind of balance to that having to take that reinforce um you know, in the article, it mentioned um, the thing about Ray, if you want to talk about that.
1: Uh, you should take, take Ray and bank... F- uh, I almost said tokens, Focus, focus <laughs> Tokens, freeing up additional crew slot.
0: Yeah, so because Wookie Commandos is two crew, um, you wouldn't have the ability to put anybody mm-hmm. else in there. So in the article, they talk about taking Ray as a crew, mm-hmm. which is a single crew slot. And what Ray... What what does Ray allow you do, um, Kate?
1: So if you take you take a focus and then at the end of the round, if you still if you have the focus, yeah. you take it and you put it on the card. And then... Um, Start of the combat just,
0: phase, isn't it? That you assign, yeah, yeah. That
1: you can assign, you may, you yep. don't have to, you can assign that focus token back on the ship.
0: So in the article, they talked about taking the Wookiee ship, kind of flying away and banking up those Ray focus tokens. And then you'd have That's what have I like them. to
1: do a lot of the time. Yeah,
0: it's a good card. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it would free you up for this card that also comes in the pack. Uh, which is uh, another crew, but it only takes up one crew slot. It's Breach Specialist. Uh, The Breach Specialist, if you put it in the ship, when you are dealt a face-up damage card, which is a critical hit that Kaylee and I talked about that have those um, extra damage issues that happen to your ship. If you're dealt a face-up damage card, you may spend one reinforced token to flip it face-down without resolving that effect. So it just becomes a regular hit instead of a critical hit. If you do that until the end of the round, when you're dealt any face-up damage cards, you flip them down without resolving their effects. Uh, mm-hmm. I personally, because I'm gonna fly this ship. Yeah. <laughs> I I love that breach specialist. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's gonna protect that ship from if it's got a little bit of a tougher dial to deal with. You know.
1: It, uh, we haven't seen the dial yet. Though. No,
0: we have not seen what the dial is. I'm
1: excited to see what the dial is.
0: Me too. Because um,
1: I feel like it's gonna take it either to the next level or down.
0: Right, <laughs> but. You know, if you're flying Wolf Waro at pilot skill 7 and maybe you put on Veteran Instincts in his EPT slot and move him to pilot skill 9 and you want him to be able to shoot and not get a blinded pilot Mm -hmm. critical hit where he can't shoot, um, I think Breach Specialist is something to keep in that ship uh, to mitigate The other option would be Chewbacca crew, which mm-hmm. was also mentioned in the article.
1: Yeah, you, whenever you get a face, if you get a face down damage card, you can discard his, a Chewbacca to, 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 um, either. Assign
0: flip. a, assign a shield to yourself, isn't yeah. it? Isn't that what either it is? that
1: or take, take it and flip it. I don't remember. Uh, I don't, I don't usually use that card, so I don't really it remember. It is,
0: I, I'm fairly certain it is, uh, assign a, whoops to sign a uh, focus to your ship, I believe. When you are dealt a damage card, so any damage card, you immediately discard that card and recover a shield. Then you have to turn over Chewbacca and not use. he's a one-time use. But another option there, um, and rather Um, thematic to put Chewbacca in a Wookiee ship.
1: I personally don't usually use one-use cards, except for Crackshot. I've used that
0: before. Yeah. I don't like really using one-use cards either. I'm with you. Um, But I have used Crackshot, which is a one-use. Probably the strongest one-use card out there in the game. Yeah. Um, so, Kay, you've kind of been working on a list because you're so excited for the two Kashyyyk Defenders that I have pre-ordered. Yeah, uh, so, I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about uh, the list that you've built or this 100-point squad that you've built. Is it all 100 points?
1: Yes, it oh. is 100 points. Okay, I'm tell gonna, us about it. I'm going to start with the basic ships and then I'll go to the actual ship that we're talking okay. about. Okay, <laughs> all right, very good. Okay. So
0: what are you going to fly with this Kashyyyk def- so uh, gunship? So I have uh, a... Positive. Gunship,
1: sorry. Uh I have a B wing. Uh is it Nera or N- Nera, Nera. Nera Yeah Dantels.
0: Nera Dantels and a B Wing.
1: With a Mangler cannon, proton torpedoes, extra munitions, expertise, and guidance chips.
0: Ooh.
1: That's forty points out of my list.
0: Okay, so Kaylee's <laughs> put forty points into a B wing piloted by Nera Dantels. What's Nera's pilot skill?
1: Uh, it is five.
0: Okay, so she's a pilot skill five, and she allows you to shoot missiles or uh, ordnance?
1: Torpedoes. at With secondary... Uh, 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 you can perform secondary weapon attacks um, at ships outside your firing arc. Okay, so essentially, so. it gives you a 360 firing arc for your proton torpedoes, which I put on there.
0: Very cool. All right, so 40 points into Nara. Then what else you got? Uh,
1: I have a 29-point uh stress arc (laughs) stress
0: arc talk to us about what a stress arc is
1: so a stress arc is when you put on this uh r3a2 bot which is when you declare the target of your attack if the defender is inside your firing arc you may receive one stress token to cause the defender to receive one stress token
0: Yes, and when so you're dealing out stress when you attack people, and stress mm-hmm. limits people's ability to use their entire dial, because if there's any red maneuvers on their dial, and uh, they can't do it. They can't do it. Uh, it also limits your actions. You can't um, do actions um, you when you're
1: stressed. You can't
0: do actions when you're stressed. You have to clear that stress with what's called a with a green maneuver, and ser- and ships have certain maneuvers on them uh That are green. uh So, a stress. Who's the pilot of that? Stra- uh, Why is it called an arc? What it, What is the arc part it's of? it's called
1: arc? an arc one seventy. Yep, the
0: ship. ship is an arc one seventy. Uh, I'm
1: using a Braylon Scram.
0: Uh, uh, pilot skill three. Three. Okay. And what's Braylon's ability?
1: After you execute a maneuver, you may reroll an attack die. On a hit or crit result, remove one stress token from your ship.
0: Ah, so you have to take a stress token to deal a stress token, but Braylon's ability allows you to roll a die and try and get rid of that stress. Mm-hmm. After you move, is that when it is?
1: Uh, uh Yeah.
0: Okay. So, After
1: you execute a maneuver.
0: All right. So just Braylon and the uh, R3A2 in that no, ship? No, oh, what else you got? There's more. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, uh, I put on the crew baston. Uh, which is when you're attacking at range one to two, you may change one of your hit results to a crit result. So not only are you tr- are you stressing them, you're giving them more uh, hit. You you're hitting them harder. Harder.
0: Um, does a B wing have a crew slot or no?
1: uh you can put on this uh this uh modification it's a uh, b-wing only uh you can it gives you a cruise slot
0: got it i got believe it. it's one point got it okay um so what's the third ship then in your list
1: oh i forgot to say i also put on a a alliance overhaul, on oh, the alliance, overhaul. alliance overhaul it's very hard to say <laughs> <laughs> It's when you're attacking with a primary weapon from your primary weapon firing arc, you may roll one additional attack die. When you're attacking from your auxiliary firing arc, you may change one of your eyes to a crit result. So there'll be going to be crits (laughs) everywhere.
0: So the arc 170, the ship Kaylee's talking about, it has a front arc and mm, a, a rear arc. A rear? <laughs> uh, not a, yeah, not 360 all the way around, a front and rear arc. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, which, for a small base, it's very, it's kind of hard to get right to the side of it. Yes. Usually you'll get caught on either the on, back or yeah, the
0: front. I agree, arc. I agree. So the Alliance overhaul is a title, which titles are specific to ships. You can't use them on other ships. So this mm-hmm. title is specific to the mm-hmm. arc One Seventy. Uh, but allows you to throw three out the front, then, Uh, with the title? Yeah. So you attack with three red dice out the front, but then if you're shooting out the back, you shoot with two. You
1: you shoot, uh, you can change one of your eye results to a crit result.
0: But you're only throwing two red dice, right? Two attack dice out the back? Okay, but one of them's gonna go to a critical result. Um, which, and
1: the good thing about Baston is it's just when attacking at range 1 to 2 it's not in your firing arc so you can use it in your auxiliary firing awesome.
0: arc. Awesome. Oh yeah, good point. Good point. All right, so then finally is that the last of the arc modifications? Yes. All right, then, <laughs> finally. <laughs> then that brings um, us to the third ship this which is, is kind of
1: bad because I didn't I didn't really put that much thought into the um Aztec gunship because I wanted to look at, like, how people were building it, but, like, there's literally nothing because no one's actually played it yet. Yeah, right. So I literally just put Wookie Commandos on it. Did you? Yeah, on uh, who? Wolf
0: Yeah, Wolf Warro with Wookie Commandos. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a fair way to start out, you know? I don't, I mean, uh, but to, I, I don't know if you could fit the Ray uh, thing no. in there. Probably not because Wiki Commandos is one yeah. and Ray Crew is two points. Yeah. Um... But nevertheless, nothing wrong with taking it out of the box, putting the upgrades it came with on there, and seeing mm-hmm. how it flies for sure. So, yeah, I'm fun. it'll be fun when that comes. I um, always
1: like when you get new crews. I, that's probably, like, my favorite type of card is crews. And, and <laughs>
0: obviously, Rebels, you've got a lot of great yeah. options there with uh, crews. Um, so, nevertheless. Um, so, well, I'm interested to see how that list flies. I'm anxious to fly against you. Uh, uh, with that list. When these things drop uh, July 13th, they should be in your local game store. Mm-hmm. Uh, so make sure you get out. Uh, if or you're,
1: pre-order it, Or guess. pre-order <laughs> it
0: from your local game store. Um, or again, we tried to do this review where we're kind of breaking down the game a little bit too for any new players out there that wanna uh, give this a try. Pick up a core set, uh, which is where you'd start this game and then uh, start looking into some of your favorite ships mm-hmm. uh, from the Star Wars Star Wars Universe. Okay um, we're going to move on now and we're going to have a quick discussion about a question that we I
1: came up with <laughs> in the car <laughs> uh,
0: We're gonna talk about um, we're gonna answer the question uh, if you were in a Star Wars x-wing fight, what ship would you fly? You uh, have to we're choose
1: gonna, one from each faction. I know, faction. and you have to
0: choose one from each faction, which is a very tough one. I have form. put so much thought <laughs> <It's>, into this. <laughs> so we're going to have that discussion, and then we'll talk a little bit of uh, uh, game reviews on Star Wars Destiny. So let's get started with that question. If you were in a Star Wars X-Wing fight, which ship would you fly one from each faction? So we are going to start with the Rebel faction no sorry the imperial <laughs> faction that's uh what we decided to start with um okay do you want to start or do you no, want me to start? You start okay all right i'm gonna start so well, I'm if really i excited. was really uh, <laughs> excited that's awesome uh if i was in an x-wing battle and i had to fly an imperial ship i would choose mm-hmm. the vt-49 decimator okay and the reason i would is because i like the decimator's ability to and obviously would i be flying the ship or would a pilot
1: you would be flying
0: the oh okay ship. then then yes i would want to fly the decimator i like the ability to put that engine upgrade on there to boost it around and i like that i could put three crew and including if i wanted to both darth vader and emperor palpatine in my back seat and i think that would be awesome so i will pick the would that be a lot of pressure it would be a lot of pressure it would be a lot <laughs> of pressure yes to have those two in the back that's a very good mm-hmm. point um so that is my imperial choice what would you okay. choose
1: um uh, it's not the same as yours but i don't know if you i think you've flown together once but i don't know. Uh, i would fly a defender would you I, i've i flown it once i've only flown imperials once so <laughs> I, that's a lot right um i like it because it's like it's the most revelish like there's the most like the most revelish imperial ship that i've flown so
0: because I, of why because it's tough it's, it's hard it, that kind of thing yeah yeah i agree and i i'll be honest with you it was between the decimator and the defender for mm-hmm. me um i
1: wouldn't not if I would do a big base, though, yeah, I, uh the Imperial area.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's only really th- – there's three choices, and two of them really – I don't know. I've flown both shuttles, and they're difficult to turn around and keep in the fight. Um, I've never added an engine upgrade on either one of the shuttles. Mm. But I just like – I like the way that it looks – I think you would be look. I think you would look cool driving it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So that's why I would choose the Decimator as my ship, uh, and uh, your I... ship is the um, Defender. Okay. What? Oh, you're gonna say something? No, I
1: was gonna say something about the next faction. Okay.
0: So the next faction we will choose from is I know, the. I I
1: think I know what you're
0: gonna. Really? Say. I okay. Think you
1: also know what I'm gonna say.
0: Uh, I think I know what you're gonna say, but I'm curious because I don't. Like, you don't fly Imperials. I don't fly Rebels. So mm-hmm. it was hard for me to choose. Um, but uh, you fly a lot of Rebels, so mm-hmm. I might be off base. But I'm curious to know when I decide, when I tell you mm-hmm. if you were right on your uh, prediction. So, mm-hmm. But because you're a Rebel player, you can start first. Ooh, okay. Uh, I, I, okay, I know what I'm going to predict, okay. and I'll tell you if it's right or not.
1: Okay. I would fly the K-Wing.
0: Wow, I was wrong.
1: What, what I think? was going
0: to pra- pick the Falcon.
1: Oh, I thought that's you would- a... I was actually thinking... I was deciding between the K-Wing, the B-Wing, and the
0: Falcon. Okay, so. all right. So the K-Wing. Why the K-Wing?
1: I like the palms. I, it packs a punch, and I like... It seems like it's a very calming ship to fly. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. All it's right. a big ship, and I like the idea of an open space ship. Yeah,
0: and you can... Like, modify it and trick it out a lot of Mm -hmm. different ways and fly it differently. So, yeah, I could see why you'd pick that ship. All right, my Rebel ship. Mm -hmm. For very similar reasons to why I picked the VT 49 Mm -hmm. Decimator, I would pick the Ghost.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to pick the K-Wing because I knew you had oh, an interest in flying three K-Wings. But
0: I've been reading a lot uh, over the past few weeks about what you can do with the Ghost and stuff. Need the
1: VCX-100? Yeah,
0: yeah uh, the VCX-100. Um, I think that's what it's called. I think you're – yes, you're right. Uh, I, and i tell you the other reason why. Not only does it look cool and you can mm-hmm. put a crew on it, but I am very, very fond of that show. Mm-hmm. And I, every time I see that ship, I get excited, yeah, very it's, it's similar it's to the cool. way I get excited when I see the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's why I would pick uh, the Ghost as my ship of choice if I was in the Rebel faction. Um, okay, so. If
1: you were in the Faction. Right? right,
0: exactly. Um, so, okay, so Imperials were the defender for you and the decimator for me. On the rebel side, it was the um K Wing for you and the uh ghost for me. And let's see if we cross I past. do
1: not think that you're gonna know what I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah, I don't know scum. what you're gonna.
0: I, I might have an idea, but I'm not sure because I
1: think I might know what you're saying.
0: okay. Well, then I, I uh,
1: think let's see. I'm not um,
0: sure though. Do you want to go at the same time no. on three? No. Just <laughs> just shout it out. Oh,
1: uh, I don't want to yell, but like, yeah. yes, um. all right,
0: ready. Ready? Wait,
1: hold on. I remember. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, you got it? Yeah. You sure? Yeah.
0: All right. One, two, <laughs> three. The Shadow fire Caster. Spray. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Oh. The Fire I... Spray. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Why that ship for you? I don't
1: know. It looks so cool. It, it does look so like cool. It seems like it would be a very nice ship to fly, but I've never flown it, but like, I like it.
0: Yeah, you like it? Uh-huh. Uh, I like the... Um, Shadowcaster, because I, it is it looks super you were fun to fly. Say the
1: Star Viper.
0: No, no. I know no. you don't
1: fly it that often, but it's I like- was actually
0: thinking about the Y wing. <laughs> was was my second choice on Scum because mm-hmm. I like playing the Y wing, um, and I play that Y wing in the uh, Heroes of the Aturi cluster, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I like the flying that that uh, Lancer c- class pursuit craft is the actual name of it um because it's got room for crew it's got room for tricks i like the firing arc on it um it can move fast uh so yeah that that's why i would i would choose the uh the shadow cast i feel like
1: if i had a fire spray i would hire someone to paint it because i mean it looks cool and all but a lot of people paint the fire spray
0: there's some very very good paintings Um, Uh, One of a Joker's, the Joker uh, from Batman. Yeah, his face as the front of the fire spray. I
1: like the the one that's on the Scarlet card. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a
0: cool. uh, uh, Yep, very cool paint uh, job on hers as well. I've actually been. Somebody just posted. uh, How do you beat Dengar and Boba Fett uh, Mm -hmm. with veteran instincts? Oh. And I was like, man, that sounds like a crazy cool build. Uh, the fire spray is fun. Um, yeah, I've flown it quite a bit when we first started. I like it. Uh, perhaps should mm-hmm. put it back on the table again. But uh, yeah, okay, cool. So, yeah, I didn't predict any of your choices. So
1: yeah did you did you have anything? I thought you might scum? pick the
0: seek for the uh, scum oh, ship cause yeah, you because you like did like flying, flying that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you well, might. I pick Well,
1: I almost picked the aggressor.
0: Yeah, that you did fly that for a little while. Mm-hmm. Had some fun with that too. I Plus, like that's a ship. neat ship. Mm-hmm. The look of it, you would look cool flying mm-hmm. an aggressor. I I agree. So, okay. Um, well, we've got uh, about Plus, a half. the
1: fire spray is like a quirky looking ship, and I like that.
0: And I was uh, I was I still like Boba Fett the character. Um, mm-hmm. I, I did when I was growing up for sure. Salty, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Um, but nevertheless, uh, yeah. So. Good exercise and a little uh, Mm -hmm. creative thought on uh, all these ships that we've been flying, kind of thinking what you would choose if you were a pilot. All right, so.
1: I hope someone makes some sort of fan fiction. I would love that. uh, Based on this stuff? (laughs) Well,
0: a lot of it does actually come from some of the Extended Universe Mm -hmm. books. So, uh, which at some point when you're done with this Harry Potter series that you're reading, that's all the rage. You know,
1: in like five years,
0: (laughs) Uh, you'll have to switch over to some of these Star Wars novels. Although, and I haven't read a ton of them, but I hear some of them are kind of poorly written, but uh, uh, definitely some of these characters from the X-Wing game uh, show up or come straight from some of these extended universe uh, novels. So anyway, um, with our last half hour in the uh, show, we want to review a... A newer game. It's a, It's not brand new. Um, I'm not sure when it was released. It's last new to year. us. Uh, Semi new to us now. We've been playing it for a little bit. And that's Star Wars Destiny. Um, I was looking for a release date. Because I, I can't uh, remember. I think Board what? Game Geek has it. Uh, there's uh. been two series of cards. As we'll talk about released. Um, so... Uh, I was just looking for a release date here. It was definitely in 2016, because oh, um, it, it won oh. a couple of awards in 2016, uh, best card game nominee by the Golden Geek, uh, best uh, two-player board game nominee by Golden Geek in 2016. Um, but there's been two releases of cards, and we're going to talk about each of those releases, and uh, give you kind of a thorough review. Um, of how the game works, the mechanics behind it, kind of our thoughts on the game itself because we have been playing it uh, quite a bit. We've actually kind of put our X-Wing games a little bit on hold. Uh, we've been mm-hmm. working on some Heroes of the Aturi Cluster missions. but uh, We
1: have, um, on our YouTube channel, channel we have a stream.
0: Oh, that good call. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. On our uh, YouTube channel, for sure, we've got one game up there that mm-hmm. uh, Kaylee G and I have played, so um but uh yeah so let's uh go ahead and we'll get into the review so star wars destiny is a collectible card game also referred to as a ccg that really incorporates these high quality dice i say high quality because they're they're larger dice Mm -hmm. than than a normal uh uh six face dice uh, are and then they have pictures on them um that relate to the card that they're associated with but what what it Star Wars Destiny does is take these dice and integrate them into a deck building mechanic. So what we want to do in our review is kind of talk people through the basics to maybe kind of get you interested in the game. Um, And we're going to talk you through, again, very basic. Uh, Really, you got to get the starter sets. There's a Ray starter set and a kylo starter set like
1: not start get no because you have to get a starter set i mean because you
0: got to get the right the tokens now you can buy acrylic tokens out there too so i guess you Mm -hmm. wouldn't have to but it's a good idea you get the rules yeah um you get the tokens you need with the starter sets and the starter sets are priced pretty cheap usually you can get them for fifteen dollars a piece so for thirty dollars you can get um enough Mm -hmm. Do you remember though that it's only twenty cards though? Uh,
1: yeah, it's only twenty cards. So, but it's it, a, it's it's just for the first game. It's enough.
0: It's enough to get started mm-hmm. for sure. So you'll in your first game with the starter sets, you'll play. The villain is Kylo Ren. And the uh, hero is Rey. Yeah, and uh, you have is it just Rey? It, Finn. Finn, 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 that's right Yeah <laughs> That's how quick Finn went back into the, the yeah, binder
1: Yeah, I've, I've never played Finn
0: uh, Since the starter, yeah
1: So yours was a Kylo Ren in a Kylo Ren in a
0: First Order Stormtrooper, yeah. yeah, correct No, so, there's
1: no Finn it's just
0: Ray. No, it's Ray and Finn. It's single dice Finn because the only way to get a oh, second yeah. dice for Finn is I to buy the... a
1: I don't play Finn well, that Well, really, often. you put him early. away, right. Yeah. So
0: now we're talking past what people probably <laughs> yeah. don't understand. So let's go ahead and talk them through the basics, okay? Uh, why don't you talk about characters for us?
1: So what you do in the before you and you play the game, you get your l- deck or list because I play X wing that's what I call it. Um, so what you do is you choose character cards up to a total of thirty points. Which sometimes it sounds a lot easier than it is. Yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. Because obviously, the stronger the character, the more points mm-hmm. that they would take out of your thirty-point total. Okay, go ahead.
1: Each character has a point value, as we've just stated. Yep. <laughs> and uh, each character has one die. But um, some characters have two point values, the second being a, um, a more expensive cost because it gives you another dice so that you have two dice, Two dices? Two yep. dice instead of just one which is it's really helpful
0: yeah and uh in the game that's referred to as running a character elite if you're opting to run them with the two dice um but go ahead
1: uh so and also each character has a health health value that uh your opponent is trying to get rid of
0: you correct right just uh by dealing damage reduce that health value to to Mm -hmm. zero um, and, uh, some characters, depending on the character, they have special abilities that relate to a face or two on their dice, um, that trigger. Um, so they've got some uniqueness with some of the, um, more powerful, um, characters as well. So, uh, after you, as Kay said, pick your characters, and usually, I think for most decks, it's two characters,
1: Yeah, Um, uh, I've only played one three-character
0: deck. I've played a few three-character decks. Um, There's some advantages to it, but more often than not, for the 30 points, you're probably just going to run two characters. There is a one-character build, but that's Palpatine with two dice uh, because he runs 28 points total if you run him with two dice. So you have to play him essentially by himself. Uh, But after you pick your characters, then you build a deck of 30 cards, and your card deck... Uh, can include supports, upgrades, and events. And all three of those can be specific to just heroes, just villains, or there's a class called Neutral, which can be played by either heroes or villains.
1: I personally like Neutral because both of us, we, I play hero and you play villain, so that if there's a really nice card, we can both use it.
0: Oh, to kind of see how it works. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. good point. Yep. Um, so a support is everything from droids to ships to some Sometimes special force powers, little,
1: yeah. Powers, but yeah. Most of the time, they're upgrades instead of just
0: supports, right? Correct. So, most of the time, the supports are going to be droids, uh, ships, um, backup muscle, uh, that uh, kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, some dice or some um, supports have dice associated with them, others don't. But when you exhaust those su- supports, which means to use them, uh, you either roll in the dice associated with it or you take whatever ability that support gives you by using it. Um, then there's upgrades, which are everything from blasters to force abilities to lightsabers to sith holocrons Mm -hmm. um they're they
1: they do not have a jedi
0: holocron they don't but you know (laughs) what with uh from what i understand the next release of cards is going to incorporate rebels a lot more so i'm guessing there's going to be a jedi holocron coming um so uh the final class of cards is events um cards that modify your dice after you roll them into what's called your pool and we'll talk about the pool here in a second or these cards can modify your opponent's dice if they have good dice showing in their pool.
1: Which just makes you feel happy on the inside.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> Correct. <clears throat> also, events can force your opponent to uh, mill or force you to mill their, your opponent's deck. And what we mean by milling is there are cards that force your opponent to either discard cards out of their hand or discard cards out of their um, deck and the deal there is by milling is those 30 cards are all you get once you run out uh you lose the game so uh there's also builds that would allow you to mill someone's deck down and maybe not deal as much damage but win by getting rid of their deck um kay why don't you uh kind of talk about the play a little bit
1: so you start well um you kind of start the game in every single round like this what you do is you uh you draw four eh, five cards to your hand and then you can choose to just well at the beginning of the game what you do is you choose uh if you don't want any some of the cards you can get rid of them and put them in your deck and shuffle but if it's just a regular round at the beginning of the game, you just discard it, and you, unless there's a specific card that tells you to get it back out, you you can never have it again.
0: Good point. Good point, Kay.
1: So uh, some of the cards cost resources, which um, every round you start with two resources, um, which once uh, you realize... It's hard. It's sometimes, depending on the list, it's a lot harder to get resources um, in different lists. Yeah, and how y-
0: you, do. as Kay said, you do get two every round, but you bank the, what you don't use the previous round. So you can save resources by putting, you know, uh, low cost or there are zero cost uh, upgrades, events, and support. Um, more zero cost events than anything Mm -hmm. but so you can play without spending resources and save your resources if you know somewhere in your deck is a powerful ship like slave one or the falcon that's going to cost five resources you can save those resources and play your cheap events that you've put into your deck go ahead also
1: some some of the sides of dice also cost one resource to do i don't think is there anyone that has two resources no
0: it's just the the damage Mm -hmm. um sometimes you'll have to pay to do damage um but we'll talk about that a little more go ahead and talk about how this relates to actions uh
1: so um when you play a card it's considered a an action and also um, when you activate a character, what's called exhaust a character, it's an action. Essentially, a lot of the things you do are gonna be one action, which you only get uh, one action per your turn because you're going back and forth.
0: Correct, correct. And some abilities allow you will allow you to take two actions. And if a card has an ambush, um, word keyword on it. Uh, which will be right at the top of the card. They're very easy to spot. If it says ambush, that allows you to take a second action after you do that card. Um, each round, you, as Kay said, you activate your characters and your support, and when you activate them, we talked a little bit earlier about the pool, uh, you roll their associated dice into, as it's referred, is the pool. Activating and rolling is considered one action, not two. So if I was to activate, let's say... Um, uh Kylo Ren. I would turn his card to the side to indicate that he was activated. Then I would roll his dice, and his dice would go into my pool, um, and then I can uh, resolve those dice as an action. Um, but in in general, it's one die at a time. However, if because you have two characters and support and upgrades, you could have. I mean, you could have 10, 12 dice if you're running yeah. a really crazy list. Um, you could have 10, 12 dice out there. And if you have multiples with the same symbol showing, so let's say range damage, um, you resolve them all at once as one action. So you can aggregate all that damage together and put it on a character as uh, opposing character as one action. And that's um, kind of how the, the dice pool works. Dice faces, as Kay said earlier, you can earn resources by rolling them and, and resolving them uh, to earn resources. Some of the dice have uh, one resource, two resource uh, on them. You can um, you can do what's called disrupt, which is where you take and make a an opponent an opponent discard a certain number of their resources, so you can get, keep which them from spending. Which is very
1: effective. Yeah, very <laughs>
0: effective uh, um, as well. Um, And then you can also roll a face that allows you to discard uh, randomly from your opponent's hand um, in addition to, obviously, the disrupt where you're getting rid of their resources. Some dice have one blank. Some dice have no blanks. Most of the dice have at least one blank.
1: Yeah. Um, Some have two, too. Yeah. It's, like, not so good. Yeah. um, Some of the pistols don't have, like, two um, blanks because... Well, they're put pistols.
0: Correct. And and the better the upgrade, the more uh, likelihood that it's going to have only one or no blanks. Um, but, Kay, talk about kind of like the goal then of the game.
1: So the goal is to either um, defeat all of your opponent's characters or have their entire deck gone.
0: Yep. And that's really the two ways that you win. Um, and... Uh, So far, we've probably played, I'm going to guess, a dozen or so games.
1: Yeah, we've played, uh, like, a lot. Uh, Like, a lot. (laughs) We've been
0: playing every week a couple Mm -hmm. times. So I I would say we've played at least a dozen games. Um, For me, in terms of kind of reviewing the game, uh, I really like the thematic element of the game. Uh, Taking Kylo and giving him Force abilities and his lightsaber to fight is pretty cool um just a great thing kind of a neat thing go ahead
1: uh what some of the things that i like is just like imagining characters with the different upgrades like when i one time i gave Maz ray's staff and i was like do you have to like saw
0: (laughs) (laughs) right exactly exactly and Mm -hmm. and i've put a jet pack on ray um i've given ray a pistol so i agree with you being able to kind of customize your characters with your deck Mm -hmm. is pretty cool um i think that the designers put a lot of thought into the character's special abilities as well as the their card action uh, the card actions um when you read some of the cards uh they're very you know right where it comes from in terms of the movies and such uh it's particularly the the events it really the game honors the star wars universe i think very well um i also like that we can set up quick and play quick mm-hmm. most games that's you also can also
1: something that i wrote yeah. in which i did really, you i like that it's it's um because that's one thing that i've i've kind of like not liked about x-wing is that you can't really it takes a while to set up and to
0: to, to play, play. Yeah, it's really probably like a two-hour commitment if you have nothing on the table mm-hmm. and you're setting up, you're pulling cards, you're putting ships together, and then of the you're playing. After
1: you play x Men, you usually set it up so then you can play another game. Y- yeah,
0: that's what we've kind of done is set up one day and to play the next. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I guess, yeah, that's probably a big draw to me is that you and I can just say, hey, you want to throw some cards we sit right down, we have our decks already pulled, we can play in 30 minutes. Uh, I believe the tournament regulation is 35 minutes uh, timed games. Which it
1: seems pretty long, but it, no, it isn't But the idea playing. is,
0: as you said, is to go back and forth with your okay. actions, you know. And you can obviously take time. It's not a speed game. Mm-hmm. 35 minutes is plenty of time to play a game. Um, but what I don't like about it is the collectible card game part of it. Um, I don't like the idea of blind buying. I don't like the idea of having to spend money because right now uh, I am without my favorite character in this collection of cards, and that's Darth Vader. And it's either continue to buy boxes for about $106, depending on where you're getting in from, and depending on how available they are. Um, there have been two releases uh awakenings um which got released last year was the first release of cards um they did not really print enough for the demand so they became really hard to find and you had to buy them on ebay individually and obviously not expensive yeah it's very expensive i did not I, i did not get into it at that point um but then there was a second release spirit of the rebellion Um, And that was better, kind of prepared for demand. The starter decks were really easy to get, or the starter kits were really easy to get. So we've bought a handful of boxes, and I still can't play my favorite character. And I don't like that about it. Um, With the living card games, like Legendary that we've talked about, Marvel Legendary we've talked about on our our, uh, show, um, I like that I know what characters I'm getting in the box and that I can play my favorite characters. Um, so, yeah, and for Darth Vader to play him elite with two dice, it's uh eighty dollars to buy him right now, really on eBay or any of the Facebook pages. so um that's kind of a turn off for me, uh, but uh, like I said i there's a lot of it that I do like. hey kinda why don't you tell us a little bit what you liked and didn't like about so,
1: it? So, I really enjoy this game a lot, and uh one of the reasons, as you sta- as you said is that I really like that you can play and clean up really easily. Um, I also, I, I enjoy the fact that you can open blind packs, although you don't, and that's okay. Play. That's okay.
0: That's okay. Why I, Why I, do you like it? Is it the excitement of just not knowing?
1: Yeah, but also I have, before I ever, like, got into X-Wing and Destiny, I liked um bl- buying blind boxes a lot of the time because – um. I've watched people open them, and I... So then I can't... Because, like...
0: Because, yeah, weren't you into, like, Minecraft? Um, or something mm-hmm. that were the hidden... What, mm-hmm. what was it? They
1: uh little blind figures.
0: From Minecraft, right? From Minecraft, right? yeah. Got it. Came in little boxes, yep. and you didn't know what you were getting. Mm-hmm. Weren't there some Lego characters that you were buying, too, yeah, for a little
1: yeah. while? Oh, yeah. I still would like to buy those, but, the, like... It's a lot of the time, they're really, my the, the dog likes to sleep. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> if you can hear that, our dog is snoring. So go ahead.
1: Uh, it's a. I really like that aspect and the Lego thing. Um, uh, well, what I was saying is a lot of the time, uh, bo- people just buy boxes of them, but it's really expensive because a lot of the time they're made. They're really nice. No, oh, yeah, they're so full they're on really Lego. For like one some of them because they're like um what are they called
0: what are they called
1: i don't remember uh Uh, but the um
0: minifigures the ones
1: that are like vinyls they're very expensive they're like eight dollars a box not like like a box box but just like one of them oh look at that
0: For the Series 16 mystery box, 60 packs is $280 Mm at Walmart right now. That's Um, like... Oh, here's one that's just from the Lego movie. $329 (laughs) for 60 packs of minifigs. uh, But you don't know what you're going to get, but I'm assuming if you buy the box... You know
1: how I was obsessed with trying to get the hot dog guy? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yes.
0: I remember you. See, Darth Vader is my hot dog (laughs) guy. My goodness. That should be the name of this episode, by the way. <laughs> Darth Vader is my <laughs> hot dog guy. Um, so go ahead. Uh, tell us more about what you liked and like.
1: Uh, re- well, uh, well, recently I've been playing uh, a Bayes a base Mon Mothma list. Bayes to put out damage and Mon Mothma. Hmm. To, uh, um, give me resources and shields and what I like to Focus do. Focus, too. Doesn't Focus. she have? Yeah, yeah she is. Uh, yeah. And uh, sometimes I put a pistol on her, too. And, uh, I like to put overkill, a rocket launcher, and some sort of pistol on bays if I'm really lucky with my draws. And, um... But I have not played villains yet, and, and I don't know if I will. Because and <laughs> I've played. I, I started, of course,
0: of course, being a a uh, uh, a wannabe Sith Lord and Imperial follower. Uh, I started with villains, but I'll tell you, the most fun I've had playing the game is recently. I started playing Elite Ra- uh, Han and Elite Rey, and I really like it. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Um, and obviously there's uh, a theme to that deck and I have the Millennium Falcon in my 30 cards, although I took it out because it's five resources and it's sometimes... I have a
1: rocket launcher. And you have a rocket launcher. That's
0: right. Kaylee has a rocket launcher, which will bring down the Falcon. Um, so anyway, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm digging it. Um, it is not X-Wing great to me. Um, it's
1: like it's really close for me but like you don't like some bits of it but i really like it like i don't think there's many things that i don't like about it
0: awesome awesome (laughs) well we're going to keep playing it obviously and i'm sure we'll have some more of our matches up on our youtube channel um, so you can check us the out nerd there stuff I, and uh, you can find <laughs> us, our YouTube channel, by uh, visiting our Facebook page, which is where we post all of our stuff, including our SoundCloud link and our Google Play links for our episodes. And you could find us at www.facebook.com mm. forward slash the nerd stuff podcast. So check us out there and uh, uh, we thank you for listening. So, uh, Kay, any last words before we... Uh, call this episode four and move on to number five. No. nothing at all you always
1: ask me and I'm like
0: no yeah I, someday eh. you're going to have some words of wisdom that uh, some, our listeners someday
1: will. I'm going to go on like a 30 minute
0: rant <laughs> just to all the things that
1: I need to catch up on
0: fair enough alright so that's going to do it for episode number four uh, we can't wait to do episode number five because we're going to talk a little bit about fifth episode uh, uh, yeah our fifth episode uh, mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the new Spider-Man movie as kind of our main discussion uh, then so I uh,
1: love talking about
0: movies on our podcast uh, <laughs> so with with that, uh, we thank you for listening to the Nerd Stuff Podcast and we will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. We thank you for listening to the Nerd Stuff Podcast, Episode 4. Find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the Nerd Stuff Podcast. For additional Nerd Stuff content, check the About section of our Facebook page for our YouTube channel link. Kaylee G. and The Dark Father can be reached at podcastthenerdstuff at gmail.com.